get to our high school roundtable. Steve Briggs joins us, talking about Sealands Grove, won a couple in a row. Steve, welcome back. What a pleasure. Great to have you with us. Appreciate it, Steve. How you doing? Doing very, very well. Uh, yeah. So, Steve, what what are the common threads that are you that you're seeing in the last couple of weeks that are real building blocks moving forward for Sealands Grove? Um, great question. Um, defense has been the stronghold uh, since since day one. I think you know take take away uh, a couple short fields from turnovers or a penalty and. This team very well could have one loss or, or possibly undefeated. Um, getting a lot out of uh, consistency out of Mark Pastore, the sophomore quarterback who really hadn't played up until this year, and, and you saw that early, and he's really maturing. But um, Brandon Heil is one of the best football players in the state. I said it when I saw him briefly a year ago, and you know he's an All-State kid, and. and you know he's really uh, fulfilling that that spot uh, w- with everything he does. When he touches the football, he had ten tackles again last week. The week before, out at Shemokin, um, he's really the constant um, uh, player that Seals Grove has that that they're building upon. But everybody else is jumping on, and and they're really rolling right now. And um, uh, give them credit; they're doing a super job. When you're a young quarterback, we talk about how the game needs to slow down for you. And part of that is because of the speed of the game, they're not used to the traffic pattern in front of them. Do you see the game slowing down for him a little bit now as time goes? Absolutely. And the coaching staff's putting him in a situation where they're looking and saying, okay, he's pretty good here and in his three-step quick game, um, a little bit of the sprint out, probably less with the – uh, with the drop back stuff and maybe some play action stuff, um, but having a strong running game allows them to do that, as you know, and and um, I think that's really coming to play. He's growing up. There's no question about it. All right. So what about this week, Steve? I mean, let's talk about the matchup this week because you and I both know matchups mean so are so important to teams winning and losing. How do you view this week's matchup? Um. Honestly, this team's struggling. The Muhlenberg team, they're yeah. they're one in twenty or one in twenty-two, something like that, in their last uh, couple years. Uh, looks like um, trying to get consistency. I've watched all their games this year. Uh, they struggle defensively. They're having difficult time uh, putting points on the board. They're turning the ball over. It, you know, it kind of shows what happens with a with a, a winless program but you know, I look on the sideline they got a bunch of bodies they're, they're a 5A team um, mm-hmm. you know down in the Reading area uh, I know the area pretty well from recruiting um, I'm guessing they're they're probably not getting the, the kids out that they need but they're getting numbers out um, quarterback or the, the coaching staff's uh, been there this is their sixth year so it looks like they're trying to get some continuity, and they play some good people. Uh, obviously, being a 5A program, they're not playing slouches. So um, it'll be a good test, I think, um, on paper, which, you, as you just mentioned, you don't play on paper. But on paper, <laughs> I think Seals Gold matches up very well based on what they've been doing. Uh, but it'll be an interesting thing. And like the rest of the state of Pennsylvania, a lot of water came down in two days, and they play on grass. It's it's uh, one of the few times that the 
the the Seals Grove Club will be playing on uh, right. on grass this year, so that might be a, a factor. So and another fact, it, another it, factor: get to the lead. Get you know against when you're play, facing a team that has no success, get to the lead, and and then at that point, you got them where you need them. And I, I'm sure I was used to say when we played this, these were the ones that scared you, right? Um, yeah. But it's always stay focused. You know, work on the fundamentals during the week and preach execution, and I think that'll take care of itself. Uh, uh, but you don't know the, the, the penalties that may come arise or turnovers. The ball bounces a funny way in this game, and uh, we'll see. But I think uh, knowing this coaching staff that the Seals have, uh, they're harping on that this is the Super Bowl for them. It's a big week, and, and that's how they'll probably attack it. Steve, a true pleasure. Thank you so much, my friend. Thanks, Steve. Appreciate it. All right. Uh, Greg and Chief are both in studio. Um, uh, and I'm going to start with the Chief because I believe this is the first time he's been allowed to talk on radio since we did the roundtable last Thursday. Get the lingerie on the deck. Call the janitor. I got a couple of words in this week, Steve. <laughs> okay. All right. So... Uh, there are probably a few things you wanted to say on Friday, but just couldn't get it in edgewise. So this is an opportunity to get <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, they they won the game last week, which they had to do. So so I'm gonna actually start the same way I started with Steve, and that is common thread building blocks that you're seeing that are starting to form with Shikalemi. Well, their offense did a great job of holding on to the football for sustained drives. They kept the ball out of the hands of, uh, let's see, Executive Education Academy Charter School, and that really was how they won the football game. Uh, they did a great job on the ground. Uh, passing game isn't where I'm sure that Coach Kaiser wants it to be, but it looks like uh, we had three running backs, and all well, one of them did go over 100 yards, and the other two were in the 90s. So that was that was. Probably one of the the best uh, best uh, running game produce, producing uh, that oh, I've seen since I've been doing the games with Kevin. So uh, I think the defense uh, is is getting better. Uh, I there's some of the kids have been playing in the line and they haven't been getting a lot of recognition because uh, linebackers are making all the tackles. But this week uh, the down linemen uh, Schaefer Knights and Raker and uh, and they just did a nice job and uh, it looks like there's a little bit more confidence there and they're definitely going to need it when we go to Jersey Shore on Friday night. Yeah, no, no question about that. Uh, the passing game part of it, why why do you think that it's taking a little bit to get? Because, I mean, the, look, the, to make a successful pass play, you got to have everybody right. So is it a little offensive line, a little quarterback, a little receiver, combination? What is it? Well, I think you got to say that all three of them need to gel. Uh, I, I do know that uh, the Braves uh, threw two interceptions as they were going into to their end zone, and, and that, that probably would have made the game be out of reach earlier. But uh, the, the line, uh, I thought, did a fair job of blocking for the quarterback. The quarterback uh, had a little bit of difficulty, uh, you know, instead of 
of threading the football. It was more of a lob. And uh, the other thing is uh, the, uh, the the receivers, it seems that our tight end can get open all the time. Some of the other guys have a little bit of difficulty. I, You know, I, I'm not sure uh, you can put the blame on any one part of that passing game. I think what has to happen is that there has to be a couple of uh, what I would say first downs made on passing situations and a couple of touchdowns. Again, I think it has to deal a lot with confidence. I really do. Uh, that's one thing that uh, I, I, I think we're lacking in that area. So Jersey Shore has been, over the last few years, they've been very, very good. And it's been a tough matchup for Shikolami. What are a couple of battles that you're going to zero in on that you think are swing matchups in this game? Well, number one, their defense is really aggressive. They play five down linemen, and they have two linebackers, but they have, I would call a monster back in there, too. And they're really, really come at you. So that's going to be a battle for the offensive line, who I'm sure Coach Kaiser doesn't know from week to week if he's going to have everybody. So that's one, one aspect of it. On on offense, uh, they do a lot of things well. I was talking to Greg Wetzel, and we kind of agreed. They probably only have about eight basic plays but they run them very well. Uh, right. they, they do they do, they do a nice job on a power sweep. They run a counter off of that. They'll run the quarterback off of it. And then they got this bruiser of a fullback that once once he comes in the game, you better believe he's just going to get the handoff and he's going to you know hit the line on either side of the guard. So that's going to be that's going to be a challenge uh, not just for the line but for the linebackers. And you know when your defensive backs are making a lot of tackles, you're in a little bit of trouble. And uh, that's what that's what the Braves have to keep from. <laughs> from happening. Yeah. So that's another area of the game. I, I, You know, Steve, last year in the first game that Jersey Shore and Shikolami met down, down at Schick, uh, they they crushed us. I mean, it was really – the game was out yeah. of hand in the first half. Uh, the Braves went up there and played them uh, at the uh, Thompson Street Stadium, and they, it was basically a one-score game with two minutes to go. I mean, the kids really came came up and played well, and I think they, they showed uh, Jersey Shore that, you know, we are a pretty good football team. So I'm hoping they take that along with them on Friday night. Since all three of us are here together, I want to bring Greg in here as well. Um, obviously, I've now done three games, and obviously, you know, I've seen just huge crowds. And, of course, the crowd on Saturday was unbelievable. What has it been like for the two of you? Is there a feeling of a sense of normalcy? And what's the atmosphere yeah. been like in the games that you have been broadcasting so far? Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. That there's a sense of normalcy. It's uh, nice to have the band there, the cheerleaders there, the parents there watching, the students there watching. Uh, just like you guys had your whiteout last week. Well, Lewisburg had a whiteout too. <laughs> they were they were uh, down at Seals Grove for a home game, but the students all dressed in white, you know, for the, for the game. So yeah, it's just fun to see the fans, everybody back at the stadium. Concession stands open, programs being sold. It's just nice to see. Yeah, I agree with it, Greg. It's yeah. been. It's it's been. Uh, it seems to me we're back to two years ago. Yeah, I really do. Yeah, no, I, it, you can feel it. I mean, it's. I mean, it's something. I mean, I know the, the numbers in this this state are have actually gone up. I got that, but nationally, it's it's everything's down ten percent in two weeks. It's like yeah. nobody reporting it, but I mean, you know, if you mm -hmm. have the ability to read. <laughs> that's right, all right. you got to do is have the ability to read. Uh, you know, you can see it. Uh, so I, I got to ask you about about Lewisburg. What's the state? You know, they got Midwest this week. Mm -hmm. So, Greg, what do you think the state of the program is at the moment? Well, you know, 
pretty good, to be honest with you. Uh, they played three very tough games. You know, they had uh, Shimokin, a district finalist. Uh, they had Jersey Shore, a district finalist, and Montoursville, a district finalist. Well, D- Jersey Shore was a district champion and state runner-up. So they they started out with a very tough schedule, and they've been in every ball game till halftime, and. Last week, they just kind of played out against Jersey Shore. Jersey Shore ran counting field goals and punts. Jersey Shore ran 51 plays in the first half against Lewisburg. In a 24-minute half, they ran 51 plays. They ran 98 on the night. Um, So with our lack of uh, depth... It really started to show in the second half, and as Dave alluded to, they put that big fullback in the second half, goes 225 pounds, and those tackles they were making in the first half became arm tackles in the second half, and he was just running through running through them. All right, so so let's take this with Midwest. Say mm-hmm. Schickle, uh, say Lewisburg can get to a two-score lead. Mentally, what does that do, especially for the players that are playing two ways? Oh, that's that's going to be a huge lift. And, and in fact, I talked with the coach Wicks about that uh, the other night when when I was at practice. He thinks the first score is going to be a huge determining factor in this game because both teams are winless. Uh, both teams have struggled offensively at certain points in the season, like um, throwing interceptions, fumbling, that type of thing. So he just thinks that first score is going to be a tone setter for the whole game. Any any matchup you're looking at that could be a swing matchup or a couple matchups or a swing matchups? I, I think our skill position people are better than Midwest skill position people. I think yeah. Midwest line is better than Lewisburg's line. But I, if we can get our skill position out in the open field, I think those are very favorable matchups for Lewisburg. Okay, Okay. let me take this one step further then. Mm-hmm. Based on what you just said, now, as somebody who hasn't watched Lewisburg play, is this a team that will throw a bubble screen, get the ball outside, use a receiver as a blocker, and then kind of take the line out of it a little bit? Oh, yes, yes. That's definitely part of Coach Wick's offense. Yeah. Yes. So that okay. then that becomes a running play, essentially, for the right. Green Dragons. Exactly, exactly what yep. That's a running play, yep. no doubt. Yep. Hey, guys, a lot of fun as always. You know how much uh, we appreciate you guys very much. So thank you. Thank you. No problem. Thank you.